2: wherever you get your podcasts
3: episode 25 frugal beauty
4: welcome to the frugal friends podcast where you'll learn to save money money, embrace simplicity and live a richer life here are your hosts jen and jill
3: sharing beauty tips hey guys Welcome to the Frugal Friends podcast. I'm Jen. I'm Jill. And today we are talking all about frugal beauty hacks and alternatives. And it's so important because, ladies, you know you want to look right, but (laughs) it also is very expensive sometimes uh, because companies can take advantage of our insecurities, which is totally horrible. But Knowing these alternatives will A, save you money, B, it's better for your health because there's no horrible chemicals in them, Um, and it's better for the environment because you're not making all these, like, putting all these horrible chemicals, like, in landfills when you throw things away because you bought it five years ago and you haven't used it, or your mom gave it to you because she (laughs) thought you needed it. So... So so many reasons for frugal and DIY makeup mm-hmm. and beauty and skincare and and that's what we're going to dive into today because it was a request actually from somebody in our Facebook group. So we're super excited. How about you Jill? Are you excited?
5: Yeah, I feel like I have to say part out of obligation, but mostly out of truth that we're doing an episode about beauty, but That doesn't mean that you have to put makeup all over your face and do stuff with your hair for people to accept you. The most beautiful thing about you is your confidence.
3: Yes, and that is free. (laughs) That is free. Always, every day.
5: And the best Uh. part about being frugal with your beauty is that hopefully it leads you to not care so much about the way that you look.
3: Amen. Preach. You will hear more about that topic from me later in the episode. (laughs) But first, how about a word from our sponsors,
5: official and unofficial, Jill? Yes. So not an official sponsor. You've heard from this one if you've been listening to previous episodes, but CookSmarts, it's a meal planning service that provides recipes, instructions, weekend prep options, shopping list for four meals in a week. It is really good if that is your barrier to cooking meals at home. I know it's my biggest barrier is what What in the world am I going to make? So they do that legwork for you. They have regular plans, gluten-free, paleo, vegetarian, whatever you like. And right now they're offering Three free weeks of meal plans if you sign up using our link, frugalfriendspodcast.com slash CS. You can get to that also through our show notes. So check them out. They're pretty neat. Yes,
3: I I love it. And we're actually going to have Jess Dang, the creator of CookSmarts, on the podcast. Ooh. Uh, so I'm super excited. She'll be talking about frugal cooking and minimalist kitchen stuff. Uh, so you do not want to miss that if you need that info. That's great. I know, I know. I'm super, super excited for this one. I've always wanted to talk to her. So I personally am looking forward to it. But today's episode is also brought to you uh, by the ever lovely coconut oil. Mm. Do you need to improve your brain function? Have some coconut oil. Do you have skin irritation or eczema? Put some coconut oil on it. Do you need to improve your dental health? you can brush with some coconut oil. You can cook with it. You can put it in your hair. It can moisturize your skin. It can literally do almost anything except act as a seatbelt in a car. <laughs> so if you want one product that can do at least 31 things, according to this Healthline article I'm looking at right now, go get some coconut oil
5: because It'll change your life. Coconut. I'm oil. not gonna lie. I am waiting for the day when they come out and say that coconut oil causes STDs or something because they do. They say I don't think that's. That I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> they do say that you can use it everywhere, put it everywhere, ingest it, rub it all over your body, use it, use it. Outside of your body. Just so many things. And I'm like, I swear to you, all around. One of these days they're gonna be like, Whoops, actually, this is causing cancer. They already do
3: some on one day, coconut oil is like the miracle cure, and the next it's like going to kill you. So it just depends on which day you're reading the news. And today,
5: (laughs) coconut oil is the best. We'll wait for the retraction, but for now, (laughs) eat it up, spread it all over, use it as
3: sunscreen. Next week's episode is brought to you by not using coconut oil. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get into this content. We've got two articles from the internet uh, that you will find if you are Googling frugal beauty. And there are a lot of good things, actually. Uh, We left out the articles that were just kind of like cheap alternatives to luxury products because a lot of those cheap alternatives have cheap uh, and like chemically substances in them so that's not mm. the direction we wanted to go. We mm-hmm. wanted to not only make it less expensive but also safer. Yeah. So we went more for like the natural things, the things that you don't have to get and then some some just rule of thumb tips. Mm-hmm. Our first article is from Money Crashers. It's 10 beauty products that are a waste of money and they're natural alternatives.
5: Mm-hmm. So I liked this episode because the woman who writes it actually says that she has had cancer and so part of her search for more natural products and DIYing things is to keep the chem- chemicals off of and out of her body but then is also finding that it's it's cheaper too which you don't normally get that you know with food organic is more expensive but I mean, it's our lucky day that natural Mm -hmm. chemical-free products are cheaper for now. So take advantage of it. Uh, But I feel like it's worth listing out these 10 things that she says don't waste your money on. I think all of them are good, and I would agree. Yeah. So the 10 are, again, don't waste your money on these, teeth whiteners, diet pills, shakes, foods, anything that says that it's going to help you lose weight, Uh, anti-aging creams, expensive body scrubs, perfume, store brand makeup, cellulite creams, shave minimizing lotions, hair growth products, and skin lotion. What do you think about this list, Jen?
3: I actually loved this list because I agree that all of these things can be a waste of money. We'll definitely dive into the natural alternatives for these because it doesn't mean that you should not use mm, um, mm-hmm. teeth whiteners or creams or anything, but there are natural alternatives for them. Yeah, I think the one thing on here, store brand makeup, I think this is a an instance where I would forego using the cheap store brands in order to buy more expensive uh, natural products. Mm. And so... That or just not to use makeup at all. I had an instance earlier this year where a foundation, I think, that I was using, I had bought a bottle of it before. I had bought a new bottle. And for some reason, it was giving me psoriasis on my eyes. Uh, It was very itchy and painful. Yeah. And I hadn't changed up my beauty routine at all. So it was really confusing. But the instance caused me to just stop using foundation altogether so that I could give my skin a break. Okay. And I've since been using like a tinted moisturizer sunscreen. And it was very hard at first to give up makeup because I was always a store brand makeup Mm. girl. I never used the fancy things. I was okay with it. Like my skin was fine. And then to have my skin get sensitive from it. and, uh, And she just lists all these things that were in the makeup. And she thinks... Uh, the author that that's what actually gave her the skin cancer because she did not spend time in the sun uh. um or any of the other reasons for skin cancer. So that made me hyper aware like reading that um very thankful that I stopped wearing makeup. Mm. But I I do have to go on camera sometimes for work and I do some things where I need to get like headshots done. And you best believe I'm wearing makeup for this <laughs> because I might not care what I look like on a Tuesday unless there's a picture being taken. And so I really am interested in purchasing some of these natural products. She lists Suncat Naturals, Burt's Bees, and AllNaturalCosmetics.com. Mm. And I was looking at the websites, and Suncat Naturals had their foundation uh, was about $16 for 20 grams. And uh, all natural cosmetics had foundations running from like eighteen to thirty dollars, which is more expensive than the seven I was paying at Walmart. yeah, but I would definitely be interested in paying more for these natural products, knowing what I know now,
5: and having. That experience with my skin. Sure. And so much of what these articles are saying and what we would say too is figure out where to spend your money and then save on what you can save on. So yeah, that is very important if you're slathering things all over your face. And and for you, Jen, you're not using it that often. So why not get something that is chemical free that you feel comfortable with and that works? Mm Mm-hmm.
3: What were your other um, natural alternatives for the wasted
5: product? Yeah, I liked what they listed for teeth whitening. I've never done this, actually, because I have just heard such awful things about the teeth whitener products. One of my friends is a dental hygienist and she's like, don't do it. It wears down the enamel like long term. It really uh, like er- erodes your teeth. But this one lists, and I've heard this before, so now I'm like, this is probably worth trying. But the alternative for a teeth whitener is mixing hydrogen peroxide with baking soda and making a watery paste. And then this one says, some people will stop there and you just brush your teeth with that. But this one says that you can add five to 10 drops of essential clove oil. I don't know if that's just for bacteria reasons or if there's like teeth whitener things you know, within clove oil, that that it has benefits in that way. I'm not sure. And then there's also some people who will say adding charcoal. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just that's what I'm reading. <laughs> I at yeah. least want to try the baking soda and the hydrogen peroxide combo.
3: Yes, I actually bought a Groupon for a teeth cleaning for next week, mm. and I haven't had my teeth cleaned in a year. So that's another way to keep your teeth white and healthy. Use Groupon. And then after that, then I will use the baking soda and hydrogen peroxide, but don't swallow it. Do it like (laughs) over the sink with your face down and be very careful. Okay. Don't swallow it.
5: Right.
3: That's (laughs) not fun for anyone. No, gosh, no. (laughs) No. So I liked the dry skin brushing technique Mm. for reducing cellulite um, instead of those creams and instead of the anti-aging cream. Mm -hmm. So I had no clue what this was. I had never heard of it. So I went to the almighty YouTube to see what it looked like. And so essentially, you're just taking a brush with natural bristles, natural because I think they're softer, and you're starting from your feet And brushing towards your heart, so like up, and you just go up your legs. She did one leg at a time. And just get the dead skin cells off of your body. Um, And then you shower with hot water.
5: So so wait, hold on, sorry. You start at your feet and you work your way up? That's like the total opposite of any way that I've ever cleaned anything. Like you you start top down. Do you literally go all the way from your feet to your face? Yes, because you're
0: no. activating
3: your, I think she said, lymphatic system. And so that's why you want to start away from the heart and then end at the heart. Okay. So yes, that was her, that was the method that she said was very important. But it takes away the dead skin cells. And after a month or so, if you do it once a day, you'll start seeing results. Uh, if you are like me and you don't shower every day, maybe longer, but... I am really interested in that um, because I am starting to see some cellulite. I'm
5: interested in that for a lot of reasons. Um, Oh, your cellulite? Well.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jill's really skinny, so she doesn't have any cellulite. (laughs) That's
5: why it's funny. I just want to watch somebody literally go from their feet to their face. Oh, YouTube, you can. I just did. Uh, okay, but then <laughs> how long does that take? That's that's like a big addition to the daily routine.
3: So it actually was pretty quick for her because you're not trying to make the area red or anything. You're just kind of going over every part just kind of to rough it up. Um, it shouldn't be painful or anything. She, I mean, it took her 30 seconds to do one leg. Okay. So I don't know how tall she is or how long her legs are, but... Wow. I I didn't realize I was going to learn
5: new things today. I know. I never expect to. Yeah, I know. I thought that (laughs) that maybe that might happen tomorrow, but
3: (laughs) wow. Actually, I expect to learn a lot in this episode (laughs) because I don't have the greatest beauty techniques. You just heard I don't wear makeup anymore, so...
5: That's amazing, though. I love it when, when women work themselves out of wearing makeup because I also think that that speaks to a really good routine because when you're not wearing makeup anymore, then you're not covering up all the things that probably could be remedied through diet and exercise and like foot-to-face exfoliation. Uh, Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, because right now I just cover up my dark circles under my eyes and I'm not paying any attention to why they're there because concealer. But if I were to start to move towards no makeup, then I might be forced to uh, take better care of myself.
3: Or just avoid lights and mirrors.
1: (laughs) There you
3: go. Which is what I do. And without wearing makeup, you also avoid some of the blemishes and pimples that come up from the actual makeup. So Uh, I very rarely have breakouts anymore, like far fewer than I did when I was consistently wearing makeup. Wow. That's another beauty hack. Talk about that
5: cycle. I mean, where you, yeah, where you. Get pimples because you're wearing makeup, but you wear makeup to cover up the pimples. So it's like, (laughs) yeah, it's a vicious cycle. I also, with this article, agreed with the not buying perfume for me for different reasons. Like I just keep myself clean. So you don't, you don't have to mask (laughs) that with perfume. But also I found recently that I get like, I'm pretty allergic to perfume. Other people wear it. If I wear it, I sneeze a ton So that Mm. helps. Don't have to spend $100 on that.
3: I, on the other hand, uh, do wear perfume because I don't shower every day. (laughs) So the the DIY alternative they listed sounded really interested. It was mixing some essential oils with jojoba oil. um, And the jojoba oil is 10 bucks on Amazon. And you can get gosh, essential oils for five bucks at Marshalls or TJ Maxx. Mm. Uh, so that's way cheaper than most perfumes
5: and Supernatural. Yeah. I do have yet to smell an essential oil perfume that I like. It does kind of just smell like a spruce forest, which is fine if you're in the forest, but, or like dirt, kind of smells like dirt. <laughs> but but Yum. Maybe, Yum. maybe some people know that some good recipes.
3: Yes. If you know any good recipes for beauty products that you actually use, uh, go ahead and post them in the group on Facebook. It's frugalfriendspodcast.com slash group. We would love to find your DIY recipes. Those sound so good. Yeah, we would. Anything
5: else on this one, Jill? No, I liked it. I liked the tips that she gave, but I'm ready to move on. Good, good. Yeah. All you need to know is
3: coconut oil, basically. (laughs) <laughs> and hydr and to not swallow the hydrogen peroxide and baking soda. <laughs> yes. Those are your takeaways. And so foot, foot
5: to face exfoliation.
3: And foot to face not face to foot. Yeah. That's
5: that's somber- so gross. Sicker, I right would there. wash that brush definitely before it reached my face.
3: Well, actually I don't know if I would do my face <laughs> actually. <laughs> no. I- um, with the at least with the same brush because the brush she used was big. I might use like a smaller brush for my oh, face. Oh,
5: that's true because she was doing that for cellulite. I was thinking for exfoliation. I mean, which it's and it anti aging so can yeah. yeah. Anyhow, so, all right. Enough on that.
3: We'll see. Let us know if you use the same brush for your feet as you do your face.
0: <laughs> we won't judge you. Bean Dad, the dress.
3: next article (laughs) from frugalbeautiful.com it's beauty on a budget 10 frugal beauty tips and Mm -hmm. uh, this one's got just 10 rules of thumb that you can use when you're trying to decide on your beauty projects jill what'd you
5: think I really liked the tip to check the amount that you're using. If you are using toothpaste, you don't have to fill up the entire brush with toothpaste. It's just like a small pea-sized amount. So doing things like that with your beauty products can really help to limit the amount that you use. But also, I had a throwback to the interview that we did with Kate Flanders and how she was talking about keeping in her second year during her shopping ban, she was keeping track of how long ingredients lasted her or products lasted her so that she it's almost like tracking your spending, you know, just knowing how much you consume. For me, I think that that would help with budgeting, but also to know whether or not something was worth the cost for me. So Mm -hmm. knowing what, you know, if your foundation lasts you three months, okay, then put that in the budget every three months or is it worth it for that price? Should you know? Were you hoping that it lasted longer? So I thought that that was a good tip for a lot of reasons.
3: I liked that one too. Another one that I liked was using one ingredient to do multiple jobs. Uh-huh. And uh, this is another uh, vote for coconut oil. The author really loves it uh, because <laughs> it can do so many things. It can be a lotion, a makeup remover, moisturizer, hair treatment, uh, so that you don't have to buy individuals of all these things. So not only is it saving you money, but it's helping you stay minimalist in your shower closet. Yeah.
5: I also liked the the DIYing, which, yeah, we are going to talk about a lot, have talked about a lot. Frugality is a lot about DIYing, so you're going to hear it. But part of this is looking at the ingredients list of maybe something that you want to buy. So I have an example. Recently, my sister showed me this dry shampoo product that she just got, It, but it's a powder, not a spray. And she was raving about it. And she showed me how magical it was on her hair. Her, you know, was looking greasy. She put this powder on it. And then it looked like she had just showered and blow dried her hair. And it had been five days since she washed her hair. I'm like, oh I'm like, eventually you're gonna have to shower. But this is amazing. Not today. <laughs> yeah. Um But I think she spent I, I looked up the product. It was like $30 for this small bottle, which I was like, that cannot be worth it. And I looked at the ingredients list because I'm like, you know, I'm going to DIY this. (laughs) (laughs) It is primarily cornstarch. Like you can get a box of cornstarch for a dollar and then they added different essential oils. And, you know, if you kind of want to mask the white powder, you can add different things to make it more your hair color, like cinnamon for redhead, arrowroot for blonde. Um, There's some different options there, but you can totally DIY that and not spend $30. Cornstarch. Yes. Find a recipe for that.
3: That would be great. You I did. It's
5: already in the show notes. Oh perfect. Oh, I love
3: you. <laughs> Another one that I liked was store your products appropriately. Mm. And this is one I hadn't really thought about. We don't keep our uh, most of our products in our bathroom just because it's small, but for makeup and other dry products, the humidity and heat in your bathroom, can make certain items like go bad or the consistency of it bad before they're used up. Mm. So uh, so if you are storing like dry stuff, keep it outside of the bathroom and that'll just make your products last longer because if you have fewer things, then you become acutely aware of how long they're lasting.
5: Yeah. I have noticed that on some of my powders, it will get this like I don't like it'll harden a bit, and I wonder mm-hmm. if it's because of the heat and the humidity in the bathroom. I'll have to try that. And this one's obvious, but you never know. Uh, reusable containers for travel, like don't I know they're so cute, and I get suckered in almost Ooh, every time. I, but I love tiny things don't buy the little travel size for when you travel. Just either fill up from the time that you did buy a travel size, just refill that, (laughs) or get the reusable containers. And that way, too, you can use maybe even the more expensive products that you want to keep up your daily routine rather than a cheap travel size face wash. If you have a reusable container, then you're able to fill that up with whatever products you know are good and that you like. So,
3: whenever my mom and I would go. Travel, we'd make the customary trip to Walmart to get all of the travel or or Target to get all of the travel size things. Yeah, because they're so cute, uh, <laughs> and obviously we needed them because we were traveling. Duh, duh. yeah, duh,
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: So I personally really like this suggestion. Yeah, resist the urge. Yeah, resist it. So my last thing that I liked about this list was stay organized. Mm. We have talked about this so much, but it still comes up in my life. As few products as I try to have, I just will accumulate things. And uh, when my hall closet gets in disarray, it doesn't matter if I have it or not. Like I won't be able to find it if I do have it. I cannot speak the virtues of staying organized enough to save money. There was one time, well, clearly more than once, but I have the intuition razor, the one with the soap around it. Uh, and I, every time I ran out of one, would buy a new three pack uh, because I never knew where I put the other two from uh-huh. the three pack. And the day that I organized my haul closet, (laughs) I found eight of them. Oh, no. I put them in a jar in my bathroom right next to the shower so I would not have to buy one again for a long time. And that's just because I just was disorganized. They didn't have a place.
5: So I put them in different
3: places and then not find them. Now they have a place.
5: And I know where to go when I need one. Yep. Mm-hmm. And staying organized, you're, it's just going to come up over and over again because you you will spend more money than you need to if you can't find things. Yes. We haven't really talked about hair. Do you have any hair tips, Jen? So I have curly hair. Yeah. And
3: all my sisters with curly hair will fill me on this. Like, it's really difficult to find something that is low cost. And and I live in Florida, so the humidity is a beast. So I have compromised by using a less expensive shampoo, yeah. uh, which is not natural, but it is cheap. Um, and just using a nice all natural conditioner, which right now the one I'm using is from Overtone and it is tinted hot pink. So um, I have dark hair and right now it has a little bit of a pink tint to it. Um, but mm. it is it is natural and safe color conditioner. But um, I know that a lot of curly haired girls vouch for the uh, no shampoo method. And that, of course, is free. Yeah, I just learned about this. Tell me more. I mean, these, these girls, bless their hearts, just don't shampoo their hair. And at this point in my life, I've stopped wearing makeup, but I haven't given up enough to stop washing my hair <laughs> maybe maybe one day but I just personally can't bring myself to be that person yeah but yeah I'm not intimately acquainted with the ins and
5: outs of the no poo movement <laughs> yeah um, I, I hate that it's called that <laughs> I I no. found this in my research today and I'm like <laughs> what's happening I am right. learning far more than I ever anticipated today yeah in none of uh, the I areas do- that I want to learn.
3: So yeah, I'm I'm definitely open to hearing more about like natural shampoo and conditioner options. I've just been so burnt by uh, hair care my whole life that I am personally nervous. Yeah, um, so
5: but definitely willing to try things. What I'm finding from this no shampoo method is that they're not using shampoo, but they are washing. They like they are running their hair under water and rinsing with apple cider vinegar and baking soda. Is that what you're learning? Oh, I'm not learning at all. <laughs> I'm learning from you right now, Jill. <laughs> okay, well, that's what I learned. Uh, so there is something going on there. It's just maybe a little bit more frugal. And I don't know, they say that it's ha- that it has great benefits, which you really shouldn't wash your hair every day. I mean, the, the goal mm-hmm. is to go three days without washing your hair because the oils are very good. You don't want to be washing them out that often. So again, frugal and good for you. It is amazing when those two things come together. It's like finding a unicorn.
3: Yes. Another problem I have with the no shampoo or vinegar shampoo uh, is (laughs) that I have to use products in my hair. Uh, So I would also be open to natural products. But my hair takes in the shower shampooing and conditioning conditioning when i get out spray gel and sometimes an extra dose of hairspray too because florida wow yeah curls in florida wow so it's it's rough out here for a girl <laughs> <laughs> a curly haired girl the problems yeah. are real I thank God I married a man with curly hair because he's the only one that gets it. Like ah. all the other men were like,
5: I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> so, but he was like, I do. Speaking of men, what about men's care routines? You got any insight there, Jen? Um, so Travis might have a better
3: beauty routine than I do. He definitely uses coconut oil treatments in his hair mm. uh, maybe once a month because he has very coarse and thick curly hair. Okay. So uh, he'll use that. And other than just doing his own shaving, he'll go to a barber maybe once a year just to get like a really good trim and, and beard thing. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> other than that, he does it himself. And he does not ask me to do it. Thank God. That's another. <laughs> that's another tip. If you don't want to pay a barber to cut your hair, don't ask your inexperienced wife to do it. Yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully our Eric's mom, so my mother in law, cuts hair. So we get to go to her for our all of our hair cutting needs, which helps. But it is interesting to live with a man and see you know, how, how the other gender takes care of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like Eric's care routine is pretty much non-existent. Like he doesn't wash mm-hmm. his face, but he has clear O'Neill skin. Travis. He just like water washes over it. And that's, that's clean. And then to do his hair, he, when he gets out of the shower, he towel dries it, then puts on a hat to kind of keep it from (laughs) poofing. And then when we get to where we're going, he takes his hat off. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Yeah. And then sometimes he'll come to me and be like, where's that astringent stuff? (laughs) And so sometimes he'll use astringent. (laughs) So yeah, there you
3: go. If you're looking for frugal beauty hacks, turn to the man in your life and... (laughs) emulate it <laughs> yep they know they know how it's yes. done S- speaking of men it's time for our favorite part of the week oh it doesn't have to be a man but oh uh, but spoiler alert yeah it is the of the the Bill of
1: the Week, of the week.
6: Hey, Jen and Jill, this is Chris. And my bill of the week was inspired by the episode that you two did on minimalism. And in there, you were talking about an article where they were saying, here's some things that you shouldn't buy. If you're, I can think if you want to be a minimalist, I think think that's what it was about. Uh, but they mentioned as seen on TV items. So my bill of the week is the $20 bill that I spent on a pancake making pan, which I don't think makes a lot of sense, but basically it was a regular pan with a hinged lid on the top. So that way you can just put your batter in, close the lid, and then flip the pancake over in the pan. Just flip the whole pan over and it cooks your pancake. But the problem was that there wasn't a seal. So if you did it too quickly, all the batter would splatter out and shoot on the floor. And that's what happened. So this is my bill of the week, because that pen made me never spend another bill on an seen on TV item ever again.
5: Oh my God! Yes. Ooh, wow. First of all, Chris's voice is just incredible. Oh my God! I can barely focus on what he's saying, and mostly just how he's saying it. But then beyond that, um. A pancake maker is literally the last thing anybody needs ever. Like, they are so easy to make that that's that's amazing. But I'm glad that a lesson was learned there. And thank you, Chris, for that bill of the week. This is so funny because I actually
3: heard him talk about this So, Chris is the host of Popcorn Finance podcast, and he recently opened for the Stacking Benjamin's podcast live show in Orlando. And I went and he mentioned this story. And then he closed out his part of the show with these really wise words. And he said, Buy a spatula. Those were his really (laughs) wise words. And it was hilarious. Uh, oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Chris, for sharing it with our audience because this was such a funny story. And he ended up just throwing it away. Like, he didn't even clean it. He just, he flipped it over. The pancake batter went everywhere. And then he promptly threw it away. So. <laughs> wow. Was-
5: that is $20 wasted, but... well spent because it is now saving him from making that mistake in the future. Yeah. And I
3: hope it saves you $20 from not buying as seen on TV (laughs) products. If you have a similar bill of the week or anything, please uh, leave it for us at frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill. We would love to hear all of your stories about money saved, money wasted, um... Or are any bills in your life? (laughs) Yup.
0: Bean Dad, The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Um, let's get into our tips, Jen. I
3: would love to. Please start us out, Jill. You have so many you've so many good ones. I have a list.
5: Okay. So, a big one for me that I have learned over the years is exfoliation. So, this is why i'm I'm a little bit grossed out by the foot to face exfoliation. <laughs> um, you can use. A different I would just say. Maybe on your face. I mean, your whole body could use it, but your face is what people are looking at the most. And so exfoliating that really helps to uh, make your skin look more radiant, uh, eliminate pimples, just a lot of of reasons to do this. Uh, But you don't want it to be too harsh or abrasive. This honestly could be using a washcloth every other day. Or, or every day. I mean, but don't, don't really scratch at your face. You just kind of gently, but that is, I would say, one of my like number one tips. Also, DIYing face masks and scrubs, they're way too expensive and not necessary. And like we've gone over in all these other articles, they can be made very, uh, inexpensively, but also all naturally, which in some ways is just a lot better for you. So one of my favorites would include the ingredients of apple cider vinegar, honey, cinnamon. They all have different properties that, and then also depending on your skin type, or your need at the time, you can look up DIY face masks for what you're dealing with. Um, But apple cider vinegar is like a good toner. Honey is a good moisturizer. Cinnamon is is good for anti-inflammatory things. Um, So yeah, that combination is just killer, but there's a lot on the internet. I also read this one. I have not tried this, but I want to, so I put it in here. But One woman recommended castor oil on lashes for thickness and growth. So I have really... Thin and short eyelashes. My brother, ironically enough, has been blessed with just beautiful eyelashes. Uh, I'm like, this boys is so the best. unfair. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. seriously. And he's like, oh, they're so annoying. They get they get in the way. I can't see. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm blinded. So they just recommended putting the castor oil like right where you're, don't get it in your eye, but right where your lash meets your lid. And like overnight kind of a thing. Also, oh, I like this one. Learned this from a friend. So when removing nail polish, use an old sock because we all have them, right? A sock that doesn't have a match to it. So you don't have to collect them all. Just pick one that doesn't have a match and use that for nail polish remover. So that way you don't waste cotton balls. And also, I think you, you don't use as much acetone either because the sock can kind of absorb it and you can keep using it versus the cotton ball absorbing it. So that's a good one. And then I just put the sock over the acetone bottle and that's how that gets stored. Hmm.
3: Interesting. I've never heard that before. That's a great idea. Yeah.
5: I keep it in the car, actually, because that's always when I'm finally looking at my nails and I'm like, ooh, this is really chipping. I have to take this off. (laughs) Sock and nail polish remover. That's hilarious. While we're on the topic of nail polish... Adding just a few drops of nail polish remover to a dying polish can extend the life. You can't do that over and over because then it starts to thin it too much. But if you want to just extend it a bit more, that will help. Just add a few drops, shake it up, and you'll get a few more uses out of your bottle. Also, not too good for this, yard sales and thrift stores for... Nail for things like nail polish or even lotion. Sometimes people will just give lotion to the thrift store because for whatever reason they didn't want it or they didn't like it, and nail polish for that too. And for me, vitamin E oil is amazing for moisture. You can either pop open vitamin E capsules and put it on your face, or you can like buy it in the container already popped open from the capsules.
3: Wow, yes. You have some really good ones. I only have a few. Uh, so I like getting freebies. And mm-hmm. the best place to get free beauty products is Sephora. They have free events. You can get free mini makeovers. You get a free gift on your birthday. You just have to, like, sign up for their rewards program. And you can basically ask, and they will give you a sample of just about anything that they carry Uh, if they can. So Sephora is really good. If you uh, have a product you love, but you don't want to spend money on it anymore, you can kind of just extend the life. (laughs) Keep yourself from breaking your heart by giving it up, I guess. But um, yeah, so freebies (laughs) there. And then same with Lush. Uh, So the staff are trained actually to give samples like for the customer experience so you can get a free sample about anything at Lush as well. And I love those two wow. companies because they have really great natural products too. So
5: Oh cool. Yeah. I did not know that. Yes. I don't think I've ever set foot in either one of those stores. Ooh. I, maybe maybe I will if I know they'll give me free things. Yes. I get the uh
3: free birthday gift at Sephora every year. And I they gave me like a pretty good size blush. And because I don't wear blush that often, it's lasted me a really long time. So I will mm. probably never have to buy blush again. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and we'll, if you don't store it in the bathroom. Exactly, which I don't. Uh, <laughs> we'll, I'll leave a, a link to the Sephora goodies uh, in the show notes. Nice. But also, I just recently went to a clothing swap, Ooh. and it was hosted by one of my coworkers at her house. And she, of course, had... Accessories, clothes, shoes, but she also had beauty products. She was like, if you have any beauty products that are not gross, that you're not going to use, bring them and we'll see if anybody else wants them. So there was a lot of nail polish, um, but there were also some like shower gels and hair products too. So I thought that was really interesting. I've never uh, seen beauty products at a swap, but next time you're doing. I've never heard of that. Yeah, definitely
5: try it out. Why not throw it, throw it right in. Yeah. Cause there's plenty of times where I'll try something or I'll get something from somebody and I don't like it, but I feel bad throwing it out. So that's a great idea. Uh, speaking of bonus buys, I, this is how I get my makeup. So my splurge is my foundation because I have found the foundation that is good for my skin. It has SPF. It do, I don't break out. So it's a Clinique product, but it's more expensive than I would ever spend on foundation. However, I get it when Clinique has what they call a bonus buy, and that's when they will give you, it's like seven free products when you spend $27 or more. And as it stands, the the foundation that I get is like $27.50, so it's perfect for me. So I buy the foundation, and then I get mascara, blush, eyeshadow, sometimes a lipstick, a little cosmetic bag with that. So that is all that I need then. That's all my makeup, and that will last me, yeah, four to five months. And then another bonus buy happens. <laughs> so perfect that's how I get my makeup. And I have shared that with whoever will listen to me because I think it is the best deal, especially to be able to get some quality products. So I know they, I know Clinique does that and Lancome will do that as well. I'm sure that there's others, but that's what I use.
3: Yeah. And that also brings to mind if there is a name brand item that you literally can't live without. So for a while for me, it was Veda shampoo and conditioner, which I'm still not entirely sure I can live without it, but I'm living without it right now. But <laughs> you can actually go through Ebates and um, I could shop um, and buy my shampoo and conditioner from Aveda online and shop through Ebates and get cash back on my purchase. I love Ebates for the fact that it has such a broad variety of stores that I don't feel like I have to like buy something, you know, that I don't need at J.Crew or something to get uh, money back. Like they have stores there, like Groupon. I just, the Groupon I bought for my uh, dentist appointment, I shopped through Ebates and, you know, I got like two bucks back. So yeah. It was, it's every dollar accounts. So if you're convinced yeah. that there's no way you can save on what you buy, you should consider shopping uh, to see if they have it through Ebates. Yeah. I love Ebates. When I remember it, it's a great thing. I know. Me too. Well, I just buy so few things online. I think that there are the things that I go through, like, like Groupon is usually the one I go go to, mhm. Uh, for that one. Cause they always, they'll have a double cash back on that one a lot. So that's amazing. Yes. That's, that's what I check. That's one of the emails that I check to see is when they're having double cash back on the mm. things that I like. So, oh, cool. Helpful tip.
5: Got anything else first, Jill? That's it, Jen. I think we killed it. We learned a lot of things. We were a little grossed out at times, Mm -hmm. but we covered it. Yes. And I hope
0: that
3: we helped everybody listening motivate them to try a new natural product. And if you do, definitely let us know what you make, the recipe you used. Definitely let us know and let everybody else there know too. Um, But other than that, that's really all. We got our Frugal Friends book club again. So if you're reading along with us, we just started Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin and Joe Dominguez. And we are still giving away November's book, which is The More of Less by Joshua Becker, who I actually just got to meet recently in Orlando. He's super cool. I asked him if he wanted my business card, which was our bookmark. And he's like, you know what, I'll lose it. And then in my head was like, you dummy, he's a minimalist. He doesn't take business cards. But he was very
5: polite about it. And I really respected that. (laughs) If you want a free copy of November's book, which is by Joshua Becker, who did not take our bookmark, that's okay. (laughs) We forgive him. Uh, We are still keeping a good thing going and giving one away for free for every five reviews we get this month. And there is no limit on that. So just keep sending us them five-star reviews. Mm. To enter, leave us a review on on your podcast listening device. So this doesn't just have to be iTunes. Wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, leave a review. Take a screenshot of that review and send it to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And we will select the winners for this book at the end of the month. So what will that be? October 31st, will we have like a Halloween? Uh, congratulations, you want a book, trick or treat. Yes, I, <laughs> I think we should dress up in costumes and announce
3: the winner. I think <laughs> that would be super fun. That would be fun. Yes. Um, if you want an example of a really good five-star review, uh, you can take a hint from Kate She was our winner of last month's book drawing. And she says, fabulous outlook on life. The life-changing magic of a shopping bin is my favorite episode of any podcast I've ever listened to. And I'm constantly binging on financial podcasts. Jen and Jill are wonderful interviewers and had such a valuable conversation with Kate. Their outlook on not only finances, but life in general is incredibly inspiring. Keep up the great work, ladies. Thank you so, so much, Kate. I'm so happy you won this. This is such a beautiful, beautiful Mm -hmm. review. And we will be doing more interviews in the future because we've, uh, we've heard you guys and we know that you like it when we do interviews. So we are
5: looking forward to doing more of those. That was a really helpful review, too, to know what she enjoyed. And really, I like the tangible tips that come from reviews of what to keep doing and what to stop doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The things we can control. Yes. Anyhow, this has been fun. Thanks, Jen, for hanging out. And thank you all for listening with us today. Hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this episode. And we will keep coming at you every Friday. Fill in your ears, fill in your car, fill in your house with some good tips and tricks. And new knowledge that you didn't even know you wanted to know or didn't want to know. (laughs) But we're going to tell you anyway. (laughs) Here it is. (laughs) So until next week. Bye, guys. See ya.
3: Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Sirianni.
5: I like hanging out with you, Jill. Oh, I like hanging out with you too. Honestly, we would we would not we would not hang out this much if we didn't have a podcast together. We wouldn't. This was just a There's secret ploy no to get us to hang out yeah. together. <laughs> There's no way we would be on the phone this much. It's good though. I like knowing what's happening in your life. Mm-hmm.
3: You know when uh, when Travis uses coconut oil in his hair, he doesn't wash it out, so he smells like coconut oil for at least a
5: week after. Is that a good thing? Does it get moldy? I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, of course he has
3: to wash it out sometimes. It's not like he doesn't shower for a week, but for some reason, he just smells
5: like coconut oil for so long. I don't know why. I always think about the pillow in that situation, like when you've got all this stuff, product in your hair, and then you sleep, and then your face gets all over the pillow too. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird and I think too far into it, but... I mean, if you get coconut oil on your face, it's a great moisturizer. It's good too. If you if you start eating your pillow in the middle of the night, you get coconut oil in your mouth. That's good too. Yeah. Bathe in it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week when there's a retraction and we yeah. figure out that this leads to terminal cancer. Yeah, but probably not. But you never can be sure. No, we're not doctors. <laughs> You're kind of a doctor. You you would know.
0: It's brand new season two.